Today, I want to talk about those uncomfortable feelings, the ones we try our best to ignore. Welcome to From Numbness to Fulfillment podcast with Jordana Miazza. That's me. My goal here is to help you feel alive, love your life and enjoy it to the fullest. For this, we'll use incredible breakthrough tools, insights and research that I discovered in my own journey from a very disconnected self to who I am today. So if you feel kind of unplugged from your life, from who you truly are or lost or stuck, and you want to not only know but become the best wholehearted version you can be, I am so here for you. And I promise you'll feel free, empowered, and more you than ever before. So grab a cup of your favorite drink, get comfortable, and come join me every week in this journey from numbness to fulfillment. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of From Numbness to Fulfillment, episode 5. Eventually, I will stop saying the number of each episode, it's just that I'm so excited. I say just so I can hear myself saying it, so I reconfirm that I'm making progress. I keep doing things out of my comfort zone and they are so worth it. Okay, I want to talk today about those uncomfortable and heavy feelings. The ones that usually come after hard moments and they stay with us. The ones that we try our best to ignore. So we'll go straight in and rip that band-aid. Let's talk about pain first. Because pain is at the root of all these feelings, no matter how they look or how they talk. The thing about pain is that it demands attention. It's asking to connect with it. To connect and see what is that need that is not being satisfied, that is not being fulfilled. So we can do something about it. In episode two, titled, This Controls Everything We Do, we talked about needs and how feelings are connected to needs, how, in fact, they are the symptoms of how fulfilled or not a certain need is. If you didn't listen to that one, I highly recommend you do, because I explained it in a very easy and practical way, so we understand how important it is to have a vocabulary of feelings and needs, as the more we narrow them down and name them, the more information we'll get from them. And that's all we need to start doing something about it. But what do we usually do when we feel one of these uncomfortable feelings? We try to put it off, fast, like a fire. We push it away, as far away as possible. We hide it in a dark place, in a drawer, somewhere in a very hidden place inside of us, and we put 10 different locks to it. We keep it there, in one place where we feel that we are back in control, that we have control over it, where we can just live it there and go outside the cave again and just pretend that it never happened. So then we go out, we feel stronger because we were able to control it and keeping it from messing out our entire facade or whatever we're trying to hold on to. We think that by putting it in there, we overcome it, we grow, we are wiser, we are stronger from it. But are we really? Are we really when a part of us has been cut off and neglected, 
Do we really overcome the issue that caused it when we force ourselves not to think, not to walk through that street, not to use those clothes, not to talk with that person, or whatever that is related to the cause? How can we possibly be wiser when we are not even looking at it, to listen, what it has to say, how can we learn from it? I know, it's hard, it's deep, it's raw. It touches every, every fiber of our being. But are we really listening? Are we really facing what's behind all those flashy red lights? If every time we had a wound, a physical wound, the doctor would just cut it off. That's it, just cut it off. We wouldn't get to five years old. Instead, the wound is looked at. Questions are asked about how it happened, if the stick was rusty or if the snake had vibrant colors and everything that the doctor needs to assess the wound properly. How it happened, what could it be, and then how to fix it, how to solve it, and how to heal it. So if we are removing that very, very important part of the process, that part of the process is the first one, the first step. We cannot do the rest. We cannot do the second or third step and eventually heal. We cannot do that because we are not assessing what it's in front of us. Even if we try to hide it, it's still there. So my question is, are we truly being ourselves when we are not a whole person? We are just some bits and pieces here and there that we strategically curated over the years for this facade, for this ideal of perfect person that we want to show up as. But is that ourselves? Is that who we truly are? How can we feel happy, fulfilled, alive? How can we truly live when we are not a whole person doing the living, being? So my question for you today is, what feeling are you trying to hide? What uncomfortable, overwhelming feeling is there calling you, but you look the other way? Maybe you're not aware of it, but maybe you feel it. It's not like you're trying to hide it on purpose, but it's there. And maybe you don't know what to do about it. You see, we are always dealing with something at any given time. And most of the times, we are dealing with many different things. So many emotions are in play. When I was in my 20s, I did Gestalt or Hestalt, depending on who you asked, which is a type of group therapy that is like a play or that is what it looks like to me. So you have exercises and techniques that are used to make something happen in the session. Exercises are used to resolve conflicts and bring emotions to the surface. I remember and hold dear in my heart many exercises we did there. And that is because they were so powerful, so revealing. I will share more of those in future episodes because they were gems. But today I want to start with something simple. Every time, every session. It started with all of us in a circle, and each of us, one by one, had to say what feeling we were experiencing. And if it was an easy named feeling, like sadness or anger, you know those feelings that are more kind of general and more in the surface feelings. 
then the two coaches would ask the person to define it even more, to narrow it down as much as possible to find the exact word. You see, at that time in my life, I was still numbed and it was really hard to define that feeling, that overwhelming feeling, because it was so big, so heavy, that I didn't know where it started or ended. It was all in and around me. It was that exercise, week after week, that showed me the importance of naming the feeling accurately. That is because the more accurate the name of that feeling is, the more information we'll have. For example, if I say sadness, that says something, okay, but not as much as if I go deeper and realize that the sadness is actually guilt. So once you know what is that feeling, then you can see what the feeling is all about. So in guilt, we know that we feel guilt when our decision have some impact in the lives of others, others we care about. So once we know that, we can easily see that our need behind that guilt is the need to protect those we love. So we have two needs conflicting the way things are presented now. The need to do something that is aligned with what I want for myself and the need to protect those I love. So what we do next is putting all the information together and find another way that is aligned with us and protects the ones we love. So for example, if I feel bad because I want to leave a job that is draining my energy, but I feel guilt because my family will be impacted economically if I do, then once I realize that the feeling I feel is guilt, I know that I need to protect the ones I love. And I also need to feel the love for myself. Then I can find another job that fulfills the economic need so it protects the ones I love and is more aligned with what I want so it won't drain me. Here you see how starting with identifying the feeling I'm feeling led me to the solution to what was causing that feeling in the first place. Feelings are here to help us navigate life more easily. If, and only if, we pay attention and listen. So for this week, let's just be more aware of our feelings. So at any given time, simply ask yourself, what am I feeling now? And try to define it as much as possible. Don't get too attached to what comes out or if it comes out or not. So if the answer is, I feel nothing, simply acknowledge that and keep asking, hmm, really nothing? Sure? Okay. And just go on with your day. And then later, ask the question again. You will get more used to naming your feeling at any given time. So give yourself time to get into this new motion, this new flow. I'll give you now an easy way to remember all this. That is the six steps method I created <laughs> called If I'm In, I Can. Which you can also use as mantra, actually, I do. So whenever you feel overwhelmed or simply need to uncover what's going on with you, simply say that mantra to yourself and just go by the letters. So the first four steps have two letters each and then one for the last two. So in if I'm in, I can, the I and F, the first two letters, 
stand for identify feeling. That's the first step. The second set of letters is I and M. And that stands for implicates or impacted and meaning. That has to do with the feeling that you identified in the first step. So again, in the case of the guilt, in the first one, you identify as guilt. In the second one, you go and see, you can even do a Google search and just search what it means. But it's just common sense. You know what I mean. Just check what is the definition of the feeling and who is impacted to cause that feeling. The third set of letters is I and N, so it's N. And that stands for identify need. So that is the need that is underneath that emotion, that feeling that you just identified. The fourth set of letters is I and C. And that is identify conflicting need. So in the previous step, you identify the need that is behind that emotion, that feeling. But now you have to identify what is the need that is conflicting with that need because the conflict exists because there are two things existing at the same time. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a conflict. So first you identify the need that is behind that emotion. And then you identify what is the conflicting need. The fifth step is assess. So that's the A. And lastly, the step six. That is what the N stands for, and that is new choice or new action. So again, step one, identify feeling. Step two is what implicates, what's the meaning of that feeling. Step three is identify need. Step four is identify conflicting need. Step five is assess. So you take all the information that you have up to this point and you evaluate. You see, what can I do with all this information? And then decide in step six, what is a new way you can do things? What is a new action? What is a new choice you can make? So sooner than you think, you'll become more comfortable listening to what's going on, really listening and getting all the information you need to call to you all the parts you left behind. They are not only important, but they are essential if you want to feel whole, fulfilled and alive. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you got something out of it. For questions or comments on this or a future show, you can send them to me to jordana at fromnumnesstofulfillment.com or let's connect in Instagram, that's at jordana.miazza. Also, I created a private Facebook community because I love doing these podcasts, but this is just one-way street and I want to talk with you. I want to know you. So there we can all get together, a safe space where we can be ourselves fully and we can all support each other. I'm there every day to inspire you. There may be some dance videos and some surprise lives here and there. So together we can make life more fun, enjoyable and meaningful. To join, super easy, go to Facebook and search from Numbness to Fulfillment community, answer a couple of questions, those are just for me, and be part of these beautiful and so needed conversations that we started here. If you like this podcast, subscribe if you didn't so you never miss out and make sure you rate it. I know I always say that, but I mean it. Please, if you think something I said resonated or helped you in some way, 
Your review can help this podcast be seen by someone that really, really needs it. And if you think something I said today could help someone you know right now, please share this episode with them. Remember, we are all in this together, so be kind, be authentic, be courageous, and gift the world your best wholehearted self. And if at some point gets overwhelming, think just one step at a time. Let's meet next week for another episode to take you from numbness to fulfillment. Have a great week. Bye-bye.